Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 242. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week, Mall Rats. Yeah. The, uh, for a very good reason. Uh, this yeah, is our sure. retrospective look upon the 25th anniversary yeah. of a classic? <laughs> Question mark? Uh, <laughs> it's a classic, classic for us. Sure, sure. Um, for our history. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mallrats uh, was written and directed by Kevin Smith mm-hmm. and released October 1985. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. So, I guess this would have been um, the first Kevin Smith view askew a verse movie that we had seen in the theater, or because I wouldn't if we wouldn't did have seen we even it. see it in the theater? I guess I'm we must. Pretty have. sure we did because we had seen Clerks by this. point Yeah, already. I'd, I'd seen Clerks. Yeah, I yeah, definitely yeah. did not see the Clerks, Clerks in the, the theater. theater. Yes, yeah, so for obvious reasons. But I yeah, found yeah. out about Clerks more from like the buzz that kind yeah. of built over like, oh yeah, yeah this guy Carver Smith yeah, yeah, Mary yeah. Clerks. But I, I feel the 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 time between seeing Clerks and then hearing that Mallrats was coming out was small for me. Yeah. But again. I'm trying to oh, remember. Yeah. I'm trying to remember well, 25 I mean, years ago. It was also a short, relatively short time between them, right? Like, yeah, first yeah. came out in '94. So yeah, so it was only like a I year. Guess between that's them, true. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, basically, it's kind of like the age-old. This movie, in some ways, although it fits neatly in in terms of like, you know, a lot of the recurring elements that oh for are sure in all yeah, the yeah. universe movies yeah uh and kevin smith stuff it's kind of the black sheep in a way of his oh, oh. career mm. because basically after making clerks <laughs> cost poor return well <laughs> yeah i mean like just just to 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 quickly yeah kind of sum up the the history behind it mm-hmm. like it's the age-old thing where like independent you know Film independent filmmaker scrounges, you know, has this great idea for a movie, scrounges up the money to make it. Yeah, Clerks was, I think, something like $27,000 budget or something like that. Yeah, like it was like almost nothing. Not, yeah, yeah, right. Like, I mean, it was even shot in black and white for the yeah. lower cost than mm-hmm. black and white was. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and well. Um, explain this in a younger uh, oh film. listeners film yes. yeah film. anything color film costs more to, <laughs> to, to, process. to process than black and white film yeah. so nowadays of course it would have all been shot on oddly enough yeah. nowadays you could have probably made clerks for even less because oh yeah even yeah. even though like it's now 25 years later yeah, you could probably of, make that movie for so, way less sort because, of I mean it, yeah. it depends on how you did it because yeah. I mean like well how you had to pay general costs would be the cost yeah, 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 yeah. are generally higher yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know because none of the um, actors in that movie got paid anything and I, and I don't know if you could get away with I mean like it was basically shot like at an actual store that yeah. Kevin actually worked at yeah, at the time yeah, and yeah. stuff like which yeah. I mean like not that it was I mean it was on the up and up his boss knew like, yeah, it was yeah, with permission yeah, yeah. and everything but, but it was like, basically I don't like, know if uh, you would uh, get that permission nowadays like I mean, it dep- depends on this with, without some money involved yeah yeah, yeah like, for sure sure I like, mean it depends on the relationship you would have yeah. with your, your boss and stuff but it was it was uh, like like what was that um uh, like what kind of like film production I want to say like it's like like it's almost like punk film yeah uh, but but here, but the thing was is that like. My point is just simply that, like, you know, he had this idea for this movie all mm-hmm. by himself, wrote it, yeah, managed to get the money together, right, made the film, yeah. It was mostly like done with like friends and acquaintances and like local people yeah. in in like New Jersey where he lived and all this kind of stuff. You know, non professionals basically, yeah. you know, people who hadn't really had film experience. Um, and what always happens is. These bigger companies, studios, and things like that, yeah. they see these independent films come out, yeah. and they're like, "Wow, like that's really good. that's a really good movie." Like that that filmmaker that was clever. That, that was that's yeah. really clever. Whatever that filmmaker really has something, yeah. you know, potential. Let, there. Let's work with them. Yeah, and then like when they start working with them, then they impose all of these like, yeah. you know, 
rules and like not just rules, well, like, but well, like because like, working because like doing studio work they, is like a they, different yeah and they basically say like like oh you have to do this you have to do that or you can't do it that way or you have to you know we don't want like your friend being like this you know the the, yeah. the one of the stars in the movie we need like to have an actual professional actor come in and play yeah. that role blah, blah blah things like that and I'm like and I've always it's boggled my mind because it's always been that way and I'm like. But like it always happened. the way that they made that first movie, where they were all mm-hmm. with their friends in that non-professional way, that's what made you interested in the, the, in the, the first place. place. Yeah, so yeah. why would you then come in and you, change everything you, about how they you do want, things? Uh, um, it's so oh. guerrilla filmmaking was the word I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah like like that's that's what they admired about it, and then they went out of their way to do everything. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, and no, then, you and can't then here's this else. huge budget. Yeah, which you have no idea how to deal yeah, with. Yeah, so you went from a twenty like a, some I think it was around like twenty seven thousand for clerks, six million, which is basically like an infinite amount different. Basically like. an infinite amount. <laughs> and actually, there's a really good joke that plays into that. Yeah. But but basically, like okay, yes, they needed a mall, mm-hmm. so like. There's there's some costs there associated yeah, yeah. with even like, if you film being after hours, access, it's still going to having it. access to a real exactly. mall yeah, yeah. is going to cost some money. Yeah, yeah. The obviously much larger cast, some much bigger names, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, but at the same time, like all those like friends and like acquaintances and stuff like that that like you would work yeah. with before are all in there still too. Still in here too, yeah, you know, exactly. But, but obviously, there's some some more like mainstream you know mm-hmm. names and things like that. Um, but like, you know, obviously uh, the thing that a lot of people know about, even if they're not super familiar with Kansas movies, is the whole Jane Silent Bob thing. Yeah. So obviously they were in like, you know, those characters are in basically every movie. Yeah. Um, Including so Silent Bob obviously is yeah. Kevin Smith himself. Yeah. And then Jay is Jason Mewes, Mewes, who's like you know pretty much like his best friend more or less. Mm-hmm. And like the Jay Jay character is pretty much based like specifically on Jason Mewes. He's just yeah. basically like a played up kind of movie version, version of, of how he actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's how it was. Obviously yeah. as they've gotten older, they've changed a lot more in real life mm-hmm. than obviously the characters yeah. have changed. Um, you know, cause you need to keep the characters being the characters. Mm-hmm. But like at the time that was kind of, you know, he was both the inspiration character and like the perfect embodiment of the character. Yeah. Well, they, the studio didn't want no Jason, didn't want Jason to Mewes play the role. Yeah. They wanted them to audition and hire an actor to yeah. play the you, role. Like you which was just, you just insane. You defeat the entire purpose. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like I heard recently uh, Justin Roiland talking about how when when uh, Rick and Morty were picked up oh, originally, yeah. like the 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 suits, you know, at the yeah. at the the company or the, the the network or whatever, they didn't like the. They didn't like the Morty voice, I think it was. Oh yeah, and they wanted to like hire another vo- like a, an actor like to play Morty. Oh, it's, and again, and, and completely Justin, missing the point. And Justin was like, the entire point yeah. is to have both characters, him doing both characters, and being able mm-hmm. to play off of himself spontaneously. Yeah, yeah. like it right? just, it otherwise, did, just, the there's no doesn't point. Work otherwise, there's no point in doing the yeah, show. Yeah, and so you know, it was just. Anyways, it's one of those yeah. funny things. Um, that's that's like that's like. We're gonna do, you, you got a movie here yeah. where you play yourself and your twin brother. Yeah. But what we want to do for the sequel yeah, yeah. is like replace the, your twin yeah. brother with somebody who doesn't look so, anything like you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, I think that to some extent you could say that in some ways he was maybe a little in over, a little over his head to go from sure. ultra low budget, yeah. fully independent film yeah. to like a studio movie with all, all this money mm-hmm. and it's like... Not really knowing how to handle that, yeah, and not really having anyone that could really yeah. be there to say, like, not to say that there were people, everybody in the studio or all the like yeah, producers yeah. and stuff were bad, but like, yeah. he didn't really have anyone that was really that he was close to that could yeah. really help to. Like, it was it would support. It's gonna be like this, like so maybe even how this entire movie, which could have affected the entire franchise, would have turned out. It would say like his producer had maybe like. Being like a friend, but also somebody with a bunch of experience. Yeah, and that's the thing. And instead of just some, I mean, I don't know who the producer was. Well, I mean, Scott Moser. Well, well I guess Scott Moser is his but, regular producer. Yeah, but yeah. again, they're just friends. They're just they yeah, both. I exactly. Mean, they went to film school, but they didn't have any. Like, well, it wasn't like Scott Moser was like a veteran have, in the industry. No, or anything they, no, at the they time. were both yeah, brand yeah, new. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
But at the same time, you know, by having that bigger budget, I mean, they were able to obviously do things that they yeah, wouldn't otherwise get to sure. do. And and basically, this movie, you couldn't really do this movie. No, no, on, they like, couldn't have done it the low. way they previously they didn't need did. Six million dollars. No. <laughs> no, 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 that was ridiculous. And it basically led to just like that typical Hollywood, like that real, um, what do you call it? Like that real sort of uh, inefficient way mm. of making films, mm-hmm. where they're just like. What do you need all this money for? And just, you just end up doing <laughs> yeah. things, yeah, in a way paying paying money for things that you shouldn't be paying money mean. for. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so uh, obviously, uh, comic books, yeah, are a big part of you yeah. know Kevin's whole shtick, and yeah. you know he's a big comic book fan, uh, mm-hmm. and you know they're often a big part of his movies or references to them or something. And you know <coughs> that, that is no no different with this one because yeah. um, it starts out with that whole. The comic book uh, uh, credits yes, sequence comic book there, style which credits, is all yeah. like big name artists mm-hmm. from the time, yeah, uh, doing all those like sort of covers, yeah, yeah. that basically depict the characters mm-hmm. in comic book form, which is pr- kind of neat. I actually completely forgot about that. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, uh, because on this viewing, I watched, oh, I yeah, watched the, the extended, extended cut, cut, which I'd never seen before. Yeah, which is interesting because. Um, like the way they sing was like, because I was just watching it. I didn't actually realize I was watching extended yeah. cut, and I was like, because I remember that credit sequence. But the extended cut doesn't open with the credit no, sequence. It opens with this. It opens actually with this big opening thing yeah. that actually in, informs you a lot about a lot of stuff that happens later in the movie. Also changes the context of a lot yeah. of things that happens later yeah. in the movie. I but but I was a, like, yeah. wait, where's the yeah. Where's the comic suit? And then, and then after this opening sequence, then you get the. And I was yeah. like, oh! And then I was like going through. And I was like, oh, there's my comrade. There's you know, there's that artist. There's that artist. I have a bit of an issue with the extended version, just because I find that it doesn't. It makes it like this is not a movie that needs to be like an epic. No, and, no, and, and no, it's a sure. little too broad, yeah. ranging. Like I kind of like the simplicity sure. of the standard sure. version, where it's just like you have. Like, you know, yeah. pretty much just the mall, and then yeah. like a couple of small scenes, yeah, a couple of other places, like yeah. the, well, they go to the dirt mall for the for yeah. the uh, you know, it's uh, just the very, fortune teller and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, basically, what's this movie about? Well, I mean, it's this Kevin Smith movie. So, yeah. like, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like you know, it's the same as like you know the way that like Seinfeld is a show yeah. about nothing. You yeah, know? yeah, it's yeah. like. Kevin Smith movies are basically just about the characters sure. and how I mean, their relationships. Yeah, I and mean, in many ways, them his movies are talking. You in know. many ways, his movies are romantic comedies because yeah. they're almost inevitably revolve well, around yeah. like like relationships, young people, he likes their relationships, and relationships. figuring their stuff out. Whether that's yeah. you know, it's it's often usually boyfriend girlfriend, but there is a lot of also just like straight up like friendship, like yeah. usual friendship relationship yeah. stuff. That so comes I mean, out character wise, so we basically we have Claire Forlani plays Brandy, yeah, and Jeremy Lennon plays TS, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the couple the central A couple, or yeah. couple A as it were, yeah. yeah. Um, and it basically begins with you know it establishes that. Brandy's dad hates TS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Brandy's dad, who's played by uh, Michael Rooker. Rooker. So yeah, he's yeah. like your kind of your, your big name, name kind sure. of. I mean, I guess it's not really a household name, but yeah. he's very recognizable. He's he's a household name now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe so. I, I, yeah. A lot it depends on how good with actor names you are, yeah, I, I guess, because some people just oh, might I not. Know, um, that yeah, having might a, having a playing a, a quite a frontline role. Space. Space. Oh, yeah, well, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, also movies. Walking Ted. Oh, Huge right. I keep forgetting about that because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched that show since, <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, me either, but, like yeah, yeah. 12 years. Yeah, yeah, well, so, but, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, right. That's true. I forgot um, about that. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, he had been, you it know, was still, a was character still a, actor, a, a and when he was younger, even yeah. a leading actor mm-hmm. um, for a long time before this, yeah. so it was definitely a bit of a coup there. Um, and then... Uh, well, we got... And then you have... Yeah, so then Brody and Renee introduces that aspect, yeah. and then you introduce Brody, Brody played by Jason Lee. Yeah, um, which funny enough, Jason, this is Jason Lee's first acting job. He was yeah. actually a professional skateboarder. Yeah, uh, but he was interested in getting into acting, mm-hmm. and so he basically was just like he kind of jumped into the deep end yeah. and took on. And, you know, in some ways, like role. other than uh, I guess maybe like Ben Affleck yeah. was like one of the few people to actually. Well, that's the thing. Like he went on to a huge career. Yeah, like sitcoms and movies for. And, that's kind yeah. of funny considering that, like, you know, 
basically his first movie was this, yeah. and this didn't really do him any favors. <laughs> yeah, it's true. in terms of the, it's it's like, like, you know lack of success yeah. and stuff when it came out. Although I guess it, it's it has enough of a cult sure, following, sure. and it, it has enough of a following amongst. It's one of those Kevin movies Smith that, fans. regardless of the fact it didn't make money, yeah. everybody's seen it, everybody's heard of it. Well, <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, <laughs> certainly over time, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. as people got interested in Kevin Smith movies, they might have gone back and watched mm-hmm. this even if they hadn't at the time. Um, and then, Never. of course, yeah, so Renee is played by Shannon Doherty, who is, who is Huge probably the, the most famous person yeah. in the movie uh, yeah, at this yeah. point. Absolutely. Because she's yeah. already been doing, like, an M2 and all yeah. that. So. And actually, in some ways, this was, like, actually towards the end of her career. Yeah. Because. Kind of. Or at least, like, well, her no, end of her, I mean, like, being was... charmed as well. Oh, but not about charm, but already that by yeah. that point, like, yeah. she had this reputation about being difficult and all this yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 The the nano two year years that were over anyway at that point, but yeah, um, yeah. So that's like sort of the two main sort of couples, yeah. and it basically the movie begins with essentially both couples breaking up. Yeah, for one, well, both guys they, they get dumped, dumped essentially yeah, yeah, for yeah. one reason or another, and, and then essentially the rest of the movie is about like them them. You know, do they want to get? Well, obviously in TS's cases, he very much wants to like yeah. get back with Brandy. With Brody's case, he kind of, like, denies that he cares, yeah. and he kind of, he has more of that, like, sort of, uh, breezy, kinda, fair, breezy yeah. attitude, yeah, laissez-faire yeah. kind of thing, where, like, he's just kind of like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, let's just move on to something else. But, of course, like, really, he does of care course, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know, that's kind of the basic It is definitely, framework. like, it's been a little, it's been, seen this movie ten times, probably yeah. more, and, yeah. but it's been sometimes since the last time I said it, yeah. and Same. definitely this watching of it, and I don't remember from the last watching of it, mm-hmm. but this watching of it, um, maybe because I'm just older, more cynical. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Is like when this came out, we were like younger than these characters. In these characters, so we were like, like high school age. Yeah. Looking at these like college yeah. kid type characters. Well, and you could yeah. kind of understand. I mean, we were eighteen. Yeah, I guess we were just post high school. Yeah. 95, so yeah, yeah, we would have been yeah, so like, 17, like, 18. Say, yeah, like, yeah, we would have just, just like, finishing high school. school yeah. They were like, like college age, like yeah. early 20s early kind 20s, of characters. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, like, the way that they saw the world was recognizable, yeah. but we hadn't really kind of caught up to that yeah, yet. Yeah. Now it's like, we're way beyond yeah, that, that, much older, yeah. and now we're looking back yeah. on these much younger I, characters. I, I, I definitely, like, I had a hard, like... Good fifteen minutes into this film, I was like, "Both these guys are a holes, well, and they they are they do not deserve." They, like, I, I, I was just like, I was like, uh, uh, "T.S. has you also have T.S. To remember, has, I mean, a lot of it is 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 played for yeah, but you also have to remember too that it was also a very different time, exactly, and like, but I'm just some like, of the well, yeah, like, T.S. is like the, a T.S. Know. is a real piece of work, like he's well, he's like, just. Yeah, you know, he's kind of neurotic, but he yeah, means yeah. well. Uh, and 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 Brody is just an a-hole. <laughs> like he goes out of his way to irritate people and takes pleasure in it. Like, yeah, uh, again, I and, don't but, entirely. You know, agree, and, and but... I was like, and I was like, I was like, because because you know, again, it'd been a bit while since. I was like, I really, I'm gonna have a hard time reconciling where I know this movie ends with where this movie begins. Like. Are these guys going to be able to resell me their redemption arc yeah. that I know I that mean, they have? Not in really this movie. any redemption. It's more just that, like, well, a lot of like how they behave and stuff like that is because they're like early twenties. Yeah, yeah, they're just sort of adrift exactly. and they don't yeah, really know. And that's you know. and it's sort of like, and then you know, over the course of the movie, you come to realize like, like it's the, a lot of their behavior is very reactionary to the world around them. Yeah, and. And actually, is, and it's like also exactly the same for uh, 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 Renee and and uh, and Brad. Yeah. Like they're both. Yeah. And the, the thing is, is they're all just reacting to different things. And it's it, the reason they end up breaking up is like in many cases, like there are young people who are in relationships that like these aren't, aren't necessarily right, relationships right. that are going to last forever right. or they're not as you know like yeah, yeah. you know it's, and, it's and not, then under normal, normal circumstances that would just be that and exactly. you would move on with your exactly. life and exactly. that would be yeah, yeah, fine yeah, yeah. right you know so I mean in some ways I understand the TS one like 
I'm working out a little bit more than than the the than Renee and and, and Brody. Well, I mean, I, except except sort of by the end of the movie, like Renee has her problems too. Yeah, but I like, mean, but but hey, like ultimately comes down to that's because people are people. Yeah, well, and that's sort that's of what just, it is. But yeah, also, yeah. there's the fact that there's it's the you know this is like a comedy in the classic sense. Exactly, it's the happy ending for yeah, everybody. Yeah, exactly, except yeah, for yeah. the bad people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but like basically all of the main sort of characters kind yeah. of get their happy yeah. ending. So yeah. it's not, you know, it's not a dark, like bittersweet type of, no, comedy. no, it's no, one of those, yeah. like everything turns out great. Type yeah. Of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it's mostly like goofy the, the, the whole way through, you know, in that regard. Yeah. yeah. But well, I mean, yeah. the biggest yeah. thing for me obviously is like the quote of, you know, the quote about oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the fact that like, there's still like, there's lot there's you know quotes and stuff like that that we have done sure sure all through the years yes yeah. like well there are those it's those like kind of one liners that when somebody says something yeah. that is basically like the trigger yeah that's the first thing that goes to your head well, and, the, and there's you just, know. there are a lot of times they're just very applicable you know? sure sure um but yeah there's just lots of like little details that I always like like the whole um you know obviously. This movie is the first time that, like, since this is the second movie. Oh, that's what it is. It's just <laughs> rattling. Yeah. Since this is the second movie. Yeah. This essentially is what makes the Viewers Universe. Yeah. A, a universe. Like, yeah, yeah. Because Lines obviously, when you only have one movie, there's yeah, nothing else nothing. to reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this movie actually, funny enough, technically takes place earlier than clerks Mm -hmm. because it's actually i think it's supposed to be like the day before because uh there's uh, a fairly significant aspect in the plot is the reference to uh another person they know julie dwyer Mm -hmm. dying yeah and in clerks they talk about that as well and they actually go to the funeral the characters in that go to like her way yeah wait that's what it is and this and in this movie it's like the next morning literally after she just died happened. the previous yeah, night, yeah. right? Um, and, uh, I mean, of course, character-wise, I mean, mm-hmm. they're all new characters other than Jane and Silent Bob, obviously, right? And so this movie seems to establish that, like, sometimes they hang out at the, the, the mall, store, and sometimes yeah, they yeah, hang out yeah. at the mall because, you yeah. know, they seem to be go, you know, they seem to be everywhere, everywhere the, the story is happening. Um... Actually, that's one thing, uh, just skipping ahead to the end a bit for a second, that's one thing I, I forgot about at the end, where it has the whole, like, what happened after Oh, yeah, like how thing, each of the couples showed out. Each of the oh, oh, and it's them and Suzanne? Out. And then, well, there's that, which yeah. I'll, I'll, when we get to the end, I'll, 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 I'll touch on that a little bit, but there's the whole thing where it has, like, the text saying, like, you know, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that, this yeah. is what happened, so-and-so. And then, and then it's like, Jane Silent Bob? Well, that's another story. Yeah, yeah. And and then they walk off, and I'm like, yeah, because they're the only characters that just go on and on and yeah, on through yeah, everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So that's kind of funny. Um. But yeah. So like, just little things that like, I'm a sucker for like recurring elements and things that are referenced back to. I love things yeah, sure. like you know. In the Star Wars movies, somebody always says, I've got a bad feeling about mm-hmm. this. I love just, like, little sort of connections. Uh, like, uh, like, little things like, oh, this like this character that's, like, this minor character is actually, like, you know, the 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 cousin of this other character from this other mm-hmm. movie. And it's, like, it doesn't impact the story, but it's just little things that yeah. connect things up. And uh, one of the uh, things I like is, um, that's, like, introduced early on is... Uh, Brody has the little Dixie cup of Coke. Oh yeah, that he has like through the whole. And he thing. just gets it filled and it up in every tiny place. little cup, yeah. and it's like because they even like <laughs> really making that last. Aren't that's you? in yeah. the <laughs> first scene when they arrive at the at the, the mall, mall yeah. and he's like, and TS is like, you really make that last. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, because there's and, a scene uh, where he goes and gets it. Yeah. Goes to get it filled up, yeah. and then that's when that's Ben Affleck, as yeah, Shannon, Shannon. Uh, comes to confronts him and drags him. Jerk, you want some of my soda? <laughs> and yeah, smashes it, and then yeah. So I mean, of course, yeah. we haven't mentioned Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, obviously, before way before he was big. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'd been in, uh, you know, um, uh, what's that movie? Jason Confused. Yeah. Uh, 
maybe a little typecast at this point because he was the bully in Daisy and Fuse. He's yeah. kind of a bully in this, um, but he's the, the yeah the jerk from Fashionable Male as, yeah. as Brady calls him. Yeah, um, and uh, basically like the manager of like an upscale like fashion, uh, upscale menswear uh, <laughs> fashionable store yeah in in yeah. the mall fashionable male yeah yeah no uh. Well, real piece of work. The, all of the stores where they oh, this, show the storefronts, yeah, yeah. they're all like mocked up for the movie, and yeah. they all, all have hilarious these ridiculous names. Yeah. names. All the, the food court, the either, food court, either scenes. just like very generic, like yeah. fashionable male, you know, things like that, or just like they're all like little like double entendre yeah. like jokes and things like that in the names. Always impressed by the amount of time this movie will also spend on characters having conversations mm-hmm. that literally do nothing. Like that, it much falls into that side. Well, they're just aspect. character building, right? Exactly. They're just, they're, you're like, just living with these characters. It has got to be close to a two minute scene where they have the argument about this isn't in the food court. Yeah. This is mid ball snacking. Yeah, yeah, and it just goes yeah. on and on yeah. and the, the, the back and forth on that before because then they get interrupted. But it, like, and it's just like, this has literally no bearing on anything, and it's amazing because it's this. But it's that's this how real, people like, are, right? Yeah, exactly. People just have yeah. random conversations, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and I mean, his writing has mm-hmm. always been like that, where yeah. it's it's about like yeah. you know people yeah. just being people, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I literally have like my note that I have written down is is uh, I said like the way that I kind of said it was that conversational style. Yeah, yeah. Like it's literally just like people hanging out and talking. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily advance the plot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to, you know, it's just... Yeah. And that's one of those things, like, upon watching the, the like, the extended edition, because of, like, the events that happened, like, the pre-credit, uh, yeah. or pre, pre-opening pre events, mm-hmm. with the, the, which, in, uh, well, they set up the breakup between TJ and, and uh, Brandy yes. a lot better. So you understand why that breakup happened and yeah. the, and well, the they stuff between... the governor's ball. Well, the governor's ball. They but do have a brief reference to that even. Because of what happens there, there is, throughout the movie, and this is cut in the regular version, yeah. is people consistently recognizing TJ... T.S. T.S., sorry, T.S. as, like, because he was on the news. Yeah. And they're like... You're the person who, but of course it's every time it's like way, like, it's like wrong and over-exaggerated. Like, you tried to assassinate the president. You're like, like, it's always this thing. And then there was this thing that was cut. And so, like, part of me was like, like realizing, of course, like, oh, I remember yeah. that wasn't part of the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That but, entire subplot. But like, fun. having that in almost like every encounter with a new, a, yeah. like a new character introduced that led to this like kind of funny run on. And, you're, and I was consistently like, okay, they haven't run into so and so yet. What is what are they gonna say? What is the next thing they're gonna say? Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just you know. there's you know there's, well, the, there's the, a lot of, the whole scene with um, uh, Ethan Suppley, uh yeah. with the it's a scooter, it's yeah, a sailboat, the magic guy yeah. Thing. Like again, there's a whole scene that is like very conversational. Yeah, uh, that's um, uh, William Black, Willem, yeah. Willem, yeah, which Scott Moser played in Clerks, yeah, a very different form of Willem, yeah. Um, and originally, I guess they were planning on having uh, that. They were planning that he was going to be Willem again in this film, but then Ethan, when Ethan Suplee was like auditioning for them, yeah. they were just like, "Oh, this is great. He's, he's so good, and that it. fits like yeah. this version of the character. What they needed the mm. character to be for this movie so yeah. much better. Yeah, right. Scott Moser actually ends up he plays uh, Roddy, uh, uh, Mister Spenning's assistant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, his, his Weasley assistant. Oh yeah, he's Weasley, and, he, <laughs> yeah. and it works better yeah. in that than like mm-hmm. obviously if you th- if you try to imagine him doing the things that yeah, yeah. Willem does. In no, this the movie, Willem thing works. It works better yeah, yeah. with Ethan's play with his yeah, yeah. you know the more the physicality and stuff yeah. that he has. Uh, but it's it's amazing. Like that happens fairly early on in the movie. Yeah, and literally that character's only purpose, right? Plot lines is something that happens at the very end of the film. Right. Yeah. And he just adds color. He just adds color. But not, there is not no literally like color, yeah. but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like yeah, he adds yeah. flavor to yeah. the, he adds some extra uh, spice to the movie. Actually, that's something considering later films mm-hmm. that he did, uh, how super white this film is. Yeah. Well, it's 1995, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's true. Welcome to movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unless it was specifically like yeah, a black yeah. themed movie. Yeah, yeah. Or a person yeah. Of people of color uh, themed movie. It was something I didn't really realize until movies like after like looking at a cast listing, and I was just like, I was like, 
It's now, I mean, part I mean, of that it's supposed to be like Midwesty. Yeah, well, part of that. You know, well, like, I mean, they actually shot in Minnesota. Yeah. It still takes place in New Jersey yeah. because that's where you know mm-hmm. the Disc Universe is based off. Of, mm-hmm. But but they actually shot in Minnesota because you know it was basically cheaper. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I bet you could rent a mall in Minnesota a lot cheaper I, than you rent a mall in New Jersey. I think also part of it may be just a factor of like. Well, there's a lot of people where he's from, and like you know that area and stuff like that. It's probably just a pretty white area. It's just one of those like it's it's definitely like it's definitely like coincidence, not intentional. But it is definitely also very now because they would always go out of their way to make sure to have more more variety. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but but yeah, but then but then back to the 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 stuff with Willem and stuff. It's just like. And using that, like, this, like, almost seems like just a throwaway conversation where they're basically just asking him for directions. Mm-hmm. And then that leading to, like, plot critical something right at the end where he kicks the post. Yeah, yeah. And that knocks the, v- the VHS tape into, into yeah. Bob's hands. And, and he, well, he thinks he's using the force. Uh, yeah. And, you know, like, th- those kind of, like, things are... Yeah. Rife with it in this movie, yeah. you know the the callbacks. It's all that thing of just like plotting seeding, it out so that yeah. how everything fits together and yeah. it's just this overall overarching thing. Kid on the escalator. Yeah, he's on the, the escalator guy. again. The escalator kid. I mean, that's something that's definitely been a favorite in yeah. terms of um, yeah. referencing to. Um, yeah, you know, so uh, you know the big plot point of Stan Lee being in this. So, okay, so here's the thing. I mean, there's. I, I mean, remember I mean, there's a get. I remember for, that Stanley was was in this. Obviously, yeah, yeah. it's pretty well known. Uh, I remember that it was kind of a, a big thing because this was before he was kind of known for all the like Marvel movie. Oh yeah, and it was predates that. So stuff. like, this is one of the first kind of like things where you yeah. really saw like Stanley in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot a like how big of a scene. Oh, because he has that scene with Brody. Like, there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of back and forth. It's not just, like, a cameo. It's, like, a real scene. Uh, Actually, funny enough, he actually, in the opening credits where it shows all the characters, he actually gets, like, full billing as a cast member. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the other thing was... (laughs) part of the deal. (laughs) The other thing was two things. A, I couldn't believe how different he looked than what I've been used to. Oh, because he's so much younger. But, like, not really. I mean, he's 25 years younger. Uh, Well, I guess, but... But he was like, already, but he was already like seventy five. But like <laughs> seventy, how different? Like, because I'm so used to just like him looking like the old Stanley, and it's like, and that's fine, and that's the way he looked for a long time. But it's like, when did that transition happen? Because yeah. that old Stanley, I feel like, like that's like as long as I can remember at this point. Yeah, and going back to this, I was like, wow, like he's he looks so much younger, and then. The other thing that got me was his performance. Yeah. He was so good. Yeah. I couldn't believe it because I'm used to just like it being these cameos that he does where like he he does one little funny line. Comes in, does a line. And, it, and it's like he yeah, feels yeah. like. Tony Stank? I got a package of And it Tony almost Stank. kind of feels like. Oh, it's a gimmick, right? I don't want to say that it's like he doesn't, he didn't seem sharp towards the end. Like he still seemed with it. It's not like he was ever like, you know, at dementia. But he was also nine. that. But he was also more, like, or even further <laughs> or into further his 90s. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, a lot of times it felt like, like, oh, like, like, let's do the old guy a favor. Let's put him in the movie. Let's give him a line to say, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, this showed that, like, actually, like, at least when he was, like, younger, like, yeah. Stan Lee could have, like, yeah. acted more if he wanted to. Like, he was actually really, really good mm-hmm. in that scene, I thought. Yeah. I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. I did not remember, like, I remember that the scene happens, and I remembered the gist of it, but I didn't remember like how good his performance actually was. And I think maybe that's kind of co- like because I'm contrasting it to like yeah, all sure. the cameos and stuff he's done be- since, which are all just like a gimmick thing, like yeah. you say, right? Where he's not really called upon to really act. Yeah. They're they're true like bit part cameos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so actually, there's really cool. there's. Um, I just had to quickly look up because I couldn't yeah. remember the exact how it came about that Stan ended up in this movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, originally the role wasn't written with Stan Lee in mind. It was just supposed to be just some comic guru. It okay. Had to make up. It had like a made up sure. name and everything. Sure. But one of the other producers on this, yeah. um, 
basically like had dinner with Stan like yeah. once a month or something like that and like okay. knew him and was when he saw like what was in the script was like look like, I might be able to swing be, yeah, we like, can make this, this Stan, should be Stan we Lee. can make this Stan Lee and Stan was all up for it and yeah. so like it was like it was just like a smooth sale like there was like no convincing or anything needed really to be done Stan was in for the part and and that it was just sort of like a who you knew kind of thing and so nice. it worked out like you know because I, mean, I think like that I mean obviously you know because you know we live in a world where this with Stanley was in this movie I can't think of like what if what if they just had some other guy in yeah. this I mean I can picture it can picture it just wouldn't be nearly as effective. effective exactly yeah yeah you yeah. know it wouldn't have made uh, you know or even if they had had you know like they had called them being able to make the specific references exactly. and just yeah. kind of you know mm-hmm. oh yeah I mean it was definitely yeah well that was the thing being able to literally make those like Marvel references his personal references yeah it would have been a completely different conversation yeah you know um, but, uh, yep. but yeah, no, it, it definitely, and then, you know, they have, uh, Joey Lauren Adams as Gwen. Yeah. Like another friend of theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, obviously, uh, and well, she was go, in, would go on, well, would go on to actually be in a relationship with Kevin in real life for a little while. Oh yeah. Right. And, uh, and he would cast her as the star, starring role for, um, chasing Amy, obviously yeah. after this mm-hmm. with Ben Affleck and, and. And uh, Jason Lee again, of course, oh. and you know that would sort of get him back. She on. plays a different character in Chasing. Yeah, yeah. So oh, she right. plays Alyssa Jones in Clerks. In, no, in in no, she wasn't in Clerks. This is the first time they met. I thought she was in Clerks. No. Hmm. Uh, My bad. Yeah. So they, uh, they met on this one. So, but she plays Alyssa Jones uh, in in Chasing Amy. Um, which is actually the, cause there's, yeah. uh, cause there is another character in this, which is Trisha Jones, right. played by Renee Humphrey, that, yeah. who's like the younger sister of Alyssa mm-hmm. from Chasing Amy, but you know, we haven't met that character yet. No, no, no. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, and then, yeah, cause then she, she just plays the, she, well, she was one of, uh, T.S.'s exes. Yeah. And then. She, uh, well, they're like you know, obviously still. Like and then the, the uh, she keeps getting uh, Silent Bob keeps accidentally busting in on her in the changing rooms. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was part of the whole like because they wanted. I think like the studio kind of wanted to, to like have a bit of like a throwback to like the sort of uh, '80s style kind of raunchy comedy thing. Yeah, yeah like yeah. oh, you got. I have, mean, that was it. You got to have nudity and, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And Kevin was like, I don't. That's not really what I do. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more just about language. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they were just like, oh, you got drug have references. It. So you know, they put in some more of that type of stuff. Yeah, for yeah. for that kind of. Uh, well, it was market. one of those things that but were already hitting. Didn't help the movie. They were already hitting. The, they were already hitting the. Um, the R rating, anyway. So, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. he's always going to be hitting the R rating for yeah. for language, but yeah. Uh, um, they have there's um the uh, like another kind of one of those scenes that like would be in the in the context of just this movie is just mm-hmm. kind of like what is this about? But like in the larger in the broader thing of like if you know about like Skew <laughs> and like all mm-hmm. of Kevin's other movies and stuff like that, the scene where. Brody actually goes to the comic store. Oh, and there's yeah. the two guys there. There's like Steve Dave, Steve Dave, and then the the guy that they refer to it just as like fanboy. Yeah, um, which is uh, um, but like Steve Dave and and fanboy, which is uh, Walt is his actual name. Yeah. are played by um, Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan, yeah. who are both friends of Kevin's, who mm-hmm. have also worked with him a lot. And actually, Walt Flanagan is is frequently he's one of those like that name is frequently referenced by characters mm-hmm. in like a third party way like you never you never meet this like mythical Walt Flanagan yeah, yeah. but actually that's just the name of like one of his friends who actually is mm-hmm. in all the movies he's just always playing a character yeah um like some minor character um, <laughs> but yeah they keep referencing you yeah. know Walt Flanagan um like I think uh in this one I think Jay references Walt Flanagan again at one point and Walt or Walter is just like a name that often comes up. Like even like Brody has those stories about like his cousin Walter, right, 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 that he does on the. You know. It's 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 a it's a it's one of those like it's a funny name to say. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. You know, and then there's also like, nobody's named Walter anymore. 
right? Like <laughs> it's the last person com- named common, the yeah. last time a, a child was named was born and named Walter. <laughs> it was 1945. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not too common. I would say probably these days, but when Walter uh, Matthau eventually dies, uh, that will be the last Walter on here. I, I don't know about <laughs> that. I think you're maybe Walter Walter Matthau is, is he still alive? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so he's already dead. There are no Walters. Uh, yeah, and then you have like a little. I mean, there's just a little you know, the, the Branda Dick line. Yeah, yeah. With Dick. Yeah. With uh, when uh, Willem sees uh, <laughs> Renee, he's yeah. just like Brenda. <laughs> yeah. Which of course, like there's something clearly personal there. That, well, because yeah, yeah. that's literally that was Shandori's character on Yeah Two and right? Yeah. Um, and then you have because uh, at the end. Or the sort of climactic scene is where, like, because they have the the that like dating show the big dating thing. show, yeah. That her, her, that'd be to, her father showing in the mall. Frankie's father is uh, which I thought was hilarious because it's just like it's, that's not like he's got like it, all these big aspirations. Like, there's like these network guys yeah, that yeah, yeah, watch like the, the show. Go like, on. it's some kind of like they proof don't do of those comment. kind of things in malls. No, like, that's not a thing. It's like some kind of proof of like, concept. It's so it's yeah. such a weird idea. Yeah, to like join those two ideas. All, together. all I can think of is is like. At one time, this must have been something. Like, this isn't an idea that Kevin Smith just, like... Well, I think he needed the, sh- the movie it, to take place in the mall. mall yeah, but he yeah. also needed this it, game, it, it, show, game thing show yeah. happening. So he just had to put them together. Just married them in a, in a way that... I mean, yeah. I've never heard of anything like that being yeah. done in a mall. Like, that's yeah. so weird. Um... But then, like, because there's the... There's, there's supposed to be, like, the three, like, suitors. Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, because that was the whole thing is, is Julie Dwyer was supposed to be the the original the suitorette yeah. that was going to appear on the show, yeah. and then because she dies, yeah. then uh, basically Brandy, Brandy had steps to fill in. in to fill in yeah. so that it doesn't ruin her father's yeah. whole. Track. And that's what that's what sets and that's off what sets off the whole thing. Yeah, because so TTS is like because they were supposed to go to Florida, yeah, yeah. and then she has yeah, to do this, to and, and then he on just the, on yeah. the Universal ride, yeah, when yeah, Jaws yeah. pops out of the water. Like, Everybody likes Mr. Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite lines in the movie. Is yeah, yeah when 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 Renee, when uh, sorry when Trish is just like yeah. like when are when are men gonna realize yeah. that women want romance, not yeah. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Mm. Be fair, everyone wants Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There is a funny <laughs> bit that I kind of it's so abstract that and it was so funny that it's. Uh, that's in the extended version. That's not the regular version. At the end, because that's the conversation they're having in the women's clothing store with with uh, uh, her and oh Renee and Gwen, Renee and Gwen, and like well, uh, T. Jess is there oh. for a bit, and then he leaves. Oh, T. S. Brody and Gwen. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. And then and then like they leave, mm-hmm. and the, the, there's this other woman there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, browsing the clothing while they're there, and they both leave, and then she's like clearly like listening in, but like not involved. And then after they leave, Brody's still standing there. And then she looks at him. And they have, like, this, like, weird, like, exchange without words. And then he just hands her his cookie. And she takes it, like, thank you. And and then they both walk off in separate directions. And it's so weirdly abstract. Like, what was that? And then, of course, never, again, like, one of those things is never referenced again. And it was just, like, so, like, like, all I guess is, like, that was, like, he was just... Like, camera wasn't supposed to be rolling for that part of the interaction. Well, and then, <laughs> you know? So, so, like, the whole thing is that, you know, throughout the movie, they've been trying to stop the show from going. Forward. Right, right. Well, because that's why they originally enlist Jason Bob's Bob to basically, yeah, yeah. like, put a stop to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all fails. Well, because La Force! Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, also, they're totally incompetent. And they're totally also... incompetent. Um, so then it becomes that they are going to... Uh, so so there's the two those the two suitors there. Yeah. Um, and Jay uh, incapacitates them with some... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Snooch to the mooch. Yeah, it gets them totally and, uh, high in the back end there. And then they're all passed out. And then... And then well, the third suitor... Yeah, well, because when, when T.S. and Brody show up, they're like, they're like, what about the third guy? Yeah. And there's like, there was no third guy. Yeah, like, yeah. this is the only ones. And then the third guy shows up, and it's Brian O'Halloran yeah. from Clerks yeah, yeah. playing Gil Hicks. So yeah. that's the first of the the identical cousins. Yeah, yeah. Because in every single Yuvitsky movie... Yeah. Where he's not playing himself. He's somewhere playing, he yeah. shows up yeah. as another Hicks. Yeah. But they're not brothers. No, they're, they're all cousins. cousins but they all, but they all look exactly the same because they all look like Brian O'Halloran. <laughs> yeah. But they're all supposed to be cousins. Mm-hmm. 
and they're always it's always another Hicks because yeah. Dante Hicks, of course, is the main character in, in Clerks. Yeah, um, but he plays like another Hicks in in uh, he's like a reporter in in um, Dogma, right? And uh, he's another Hicks there, and uh, so that's kind of like another one of those like little recurring running gag things. Um, yeah, so then you know they do the show and yeah. So basically, Brody and TS replaced the two guys that are now yeah. incapacitated. So yeah. now it's just of course them they got live cameras rolling, but yeah. like her dad is losing her mind yeah. because he's too well, he's also on extremely stage. sick at this. Oh yeah, because of the, the stink pump. Stink pump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, so he's just sitting there throwing up in a bag the whole time. So he's just throwing up into a bag the whole time, while the while those network guys are just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they end up loving Brody and Brody is hired to be the new host, host of, the of the Tonight, Tonight show. show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it's one of those things that it's completely ridiculous yeah. and silly, but it's one of those like because you know the ending is like that super super mega happy yeah, ending, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that yeah, where like yeah. everything just yeah. goes great. Tia's and Brandy get married at the Universal Studios, yeah, yeah. and yeah, Jaws pops out. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But, Shannon uh, goes to jail. Yep, yeah. for statutory rape right. because yeah. Trisha's only fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. I thought she was thirty-six. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, come on, won't. guys. Come on, guys. Like you wouldn't do it yeah. or whatever. He hey, says. you can't hit somebody in police custody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Once. All right, but All just right. once, make yeah. it quick. Yeah, just one quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see, it's, it's a weird thing in the in the in the extended cut. They yeah. also arrest her dad. Yeah. Uh, for like, uh, like showing like uh, public public showing of lewd. Material because the video oh, right, that plays right. yeah, yeah. and like there's like a bunch of again other things. it's that whole like streamlining like you oh yeah, really yeah. Need that. they just cut, well because they cut out all the stuff with like the interaction between like the the how Brody spreads the rumor to the news that yeah. like they're Satanists yeah. and and all that like again none of that yeah, is yeah. it's it makes as much sense as anything else that is yeah, in this like, movie I mean, I, but it's also like it just. It, I, it pads the film I in a way that doesn't just, matter. I felt it was too yeah. much. I no. I have seen the extended yeah. version like like once through. It's, I mean, it's an extra ten minutes of it's content. Like Thirty minutes. Is it really not yeah. much more? Wow. Yeah, because yeah, that pushes his movie over two hours. Then yeah, okay. because because all that opening stuff is like a whole, oh that true whole <laughs> that run, that opening stuff runs way too long. Well, like, I, mean, I think it's fine for what it is. I just feel that it's it was like. It but again, the movie really, isn't hurt by all of that being removed. It didn't fit. You know? Yeah, I just I like the sleeker. Yes, yeah, for more, sure. You know, like yeah. you say, there's a few jokes I wish they had left. But for like, the most like part, like you say, there's still scenes in the final version that like don't have any like plot relevance that oh, are just exactly. there for exactly. flavor. Exactly, and I mean, you kind of need that. No, exactly. You know, yeah. uh, that's sort of part of the style. But mm-hmm. like. Overall, plot-wise, it's yeah. pretty sleek. It's yeah. pretty slimmed yeah. down, and I think that that's the best way for yeah. it to be. I think it, it should be mm-hmm. that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it is the yeah. the heart of the ninety-minute, yeah, like yeah, cut to the quick comedy, yeah, which it you know that's it works perfect. great. It, it is it is really like there's that extended version is, is nothing is really lost, but like also nothing is. Like really gained by those extra thirty it minutes. It makes it in a, a different way. kind of movie. Yeah, and that's it's, fine. I think a lot of it is because it puts certain things in context that yeah. you kind of have to. But it also changes the context of certain things yeah. in ways that are. Um, actually, I think well, make it the complicates film, it unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah. It actually it kind of makes the film less funny because it yeah. it it explains stuff in a way that no. So like certain things no longer seem like. The kind of ridiculousness yeah. that the rest of the film has, yeah. and this film, like so much of it. I mean, just the introduction, and, and again, it's sort of like looking at it backwards now mm-hmm. uh, after seeing other views. Skewhurst is like it, having Jay and Silent Bob in this is like if anything in this movie is like so over the top. It like is like. Yeah. like like what is like well, these characters are from a movie. different genre of film. Especially, it's these two, especially yeah. in this movie for what they do in this movie, yeah, yeah, because yeah. their part in this movie is so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 this caper esque nonsense. Yeah, yeah. But that is ultimately com- this, like, like ineffective, almost and ultimately yeah, yeah, ineffective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, um, but like the- flying across like the <laughs> ceiling with like a Batman helmet yeah. and like fly, badass, fly. Just all the different yeah, like yeah. they just do so much ridiculous stuff, yeah. and it's like wait, that's not. Like, 
Like, How would you get away with any of this? The rest of this movie is like, you know, it's like, okay, this is... It's stupid, but grounded. real yeah, yeah. reality-based, but, like, yeah. everything they do is just like, wait, yeah. what? Well, it's like, that's not... Even, like, like, people, like, don't exist. Exaggerated like, reality, and then just straight up, like, fantastical. Yeah. But then again, I feel <laughs> but like... But a lot of that is that In a way, it actually works, stuff. because that whole comic book well, inspiration... That's, and that's sort of... It kind of acts like they're... Mm in a comic book yeah and then everyone else kind of just goes about their business around them yeah you know um, <laughs> yeah and basically yeah, yeah yeah and then of course the ending thing is with as you say like the whole Suzanne thing yeah. it plays the, the Weezer song Suzanne yeah. and they have that the and orangutan it just says, and Suzanne like yeah. that's the oh like we're supposed to know name. what that means apparently yeah. that's the orangutan's name yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they just walk well, off with it and and that came out of basically Kevin being like like, can because we get a of, monkey? Because of the budget, they were like, well, what are the limits? Like, can we yeah. just ask for stuff and then just get it? Like, yeah, yeah. Even if it has no reason to, to need it. And so he just, like, was like, can we get a monkey? We're going we're gonna to write an orangutan into you know, this. And I mean, that, that plays off into... Yeah, but, like, but like, like, with the at time, the time they didn't know that. Yeah, there's exactly. no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally just because they he had didn't all this write money. The, he didn't, this wasn't like he had written this, but also had written, no. you know, Jay and Silent Bob and all the other, no, you know, or, or, or Chasing Amy and all the other movies. Like, no. none of that had been. I think, I think originally the plan was Dogma was supposed to be the next yeah. idea that he had, but yeah. it was like, that was going to take some time to get yeah. to. Like, I think he realized, like, because it was going to need, you know, more money, mm. more blah, blah, blah. You probably wasn't quite ready for it at that time because yeah. it, it was still only a second movie. So, of course, well, he did Chasing Amy next, which yeah. worked out really well because that went back to a somewhat lower budget. Yeah. Um, but I mean, did, did, did quite well. It was a lot more than Clark's, but it was yeah. way, way, way less than this. Yeah. And so, and that kind of... Well, redeemed. it really didn't take a lot much to be a more than Clark's. Yeah. You know? Well, I think Clark, Clark's was like 27000 This was like $6 million, And then uh, Chasing Amy, I think, was about a quarter million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was still, still like a still low budget still like, movie. in Hollywood terms, about the minimum you could make a yeah. comedy. But it I made... Mean, but it allowed, anymore, to, but it allowed them to make something that felt yeah, yeah. a lot more polished and stuff than yeah, Morris yeah, yeah. did. And to have, you yeah. know, more of a cast that yeah. was like, you know... And then, well, and then after that, and then because after that recovery, because then Dogma, yeah. was back to and so, being I mean, a bit more of a like Dogma. But by like that a, point, I feel like he was kind of ready for yeah, it. Like yeah, he was, yeah. that was like you know a few, more, a couple more couple movies, movies down in, the line. Yeah. Yeah. He'd been going for a while. He kind of had a better you know sense of what was going on mm-hmm. and how to how to use the money, right? Yeah. So He's yeah, got bigger names and everything, and then oh yeah, you know yeah. So I mean, the rest is history. But you know, the point just being that. um you know, I think that getting back in that, like, getting back in that lane of, like, let's approach this with more as, like, you know, lower budget, kind of more, more intimate, more, you know, uh, yeah, independent style, and, right? And I, was kind of where he needed to be. And yeah. Mallrats, that's what makes Mallrats kind of the black sheep of his career, yeah, even yeah. though it fits, content-wise, it, it fits, fits in yeah. well with the rest of his movies. Mm. But it's kind of still the black sheep of his career because it's like it's that one weird like foray into like yeah. you know higher budget studio style filmmaking that um, you know doesn't really fit within the rest of it mm-hmm. you know and unfortunately you know because of that was sort of one of his least successful movies mm-hmm. if not if not his least yeah um, at least back then I mean, yeah. he's made some stuff more more recently that's been. That's failed pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's still he's still because he doesn't even really focus that much on movies anymore. Now it's kind of yeah. Well, he did a, he did some horror movies and yeah. stuff like that, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, it's Kevin Smith is in um, kind of like, and I guess that's one of those maybe because of like time and like my own age in relation to that stuff. Where you know, upon like this movie and then you know a couple of later movies, and also because he was big into the comic book stuff, which also yeah. I was into like I followed a lot of what he was doing what he was you know things he was saying and, and stuff like that for quite some time you know he had a, he was an early adopter in the podcast scene and stuff like that yeah. um and it was sort of at a certain point where I I um it I tired of Kevin Smith yeah I and think that's fair. and and like and what it wasn't even so much what he was doing was um like it wasn't like I had an issue with like the work he was doing or anything, but I just felt like I just felt him. I I kept hearing him. Like you had enough. Yeah, it was 
and then I and I've run into this with a few sort of people in in various you know, genres of things that I, I I follow and I'm interested in is um, over time, um, and this is of course because you know they talk to broad audiences and stuff like that. You just end up seeing and hearing them just repeat the same thoughts and ideas over and over and over again. Yeah. And at a certain point, you're just like, I think I've heard and seen all that kind of Kevin Smith has to say. And he's just putting the same ideas in different packages, which, you know, I'm not against, but like this particular package, I've seen the best of what he can do. And so, you know, like I feel like between like, uh, like basically these first four films, yeah. uh, I think are yeah. like, you know, the Jane and Silent Bob stuff is fine. Clerks 2 is pretty good. Maybe a little dipping into the well a little too much, you know, um, there was that second Jane and Bob Silent Bob movie. Um, there was a third one too, or something like that. Did that actually come out? That was like a last year thing. Uh, no, that that is the second one. That is the second one. Yeah, that is the second reboot. One. Okay, um, but uh, that's the reboot movie. Yeah, I never never saw it. I mean, it's not technically a reboot. It's but a no, joke. The it's a joke. joke. The reboot is a joke, a joke yeah, off yeah, of yeah. the whole how everything's rebooted. Yeah, everything's getting rebooted. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't, uh, I don't think I, I didn't, like, I didn't even see that, you know, like, I, um, I mean, I'll get around to it at some point. Yep. I'm not in any special rush. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Again, like, because the first Jane Silent Bob movie didn't, I wasn't like, woo, that was, well, you know. Was, the, the Jane Silent Bob Strike Back was like, it was like kind of, it was a, a much more conventional, like, it was just basically yeah. like, like, let's make a very conventional, like, comedy, mm. but with these characters yeah. as like the main characters and i think it also meant it was like these two characters are great when they're basically like kind of doing like what they do in clerks and mall rats like when they're like this bizarre side thing that's happening around yeah. like i a mean i movie. like in dogma where they are i guess they are a little the more main they are story, more i was gonna say yeah, but they yeah. still have like they're playing off of other main characters that yeah. also help pull pull it through right like, yeah you have characters that are more kind of normal and things mm. like that that they can play off of throughout the whole thing. And I think that that works best. I think when, with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, where they were like literally the central characters, I don't think it necessarily worked as well. Even yeah. though, I mean, I still enjoyed it. Like, it was mm. still funny. But, yeah. yeah. But, you know. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, Clerks, yeah, 25 years old. That's, yeah. or, uh, Mallrats, I mean, sorry. 25. We said too many movie names now. That's uh, right. uh, yeah, that's, that's, it's, in, in my mind, it's like, because I think back, like, oh, we watched this 25 years ago. I'm like, 25 years ago, I was like, five. <laughs> no, I you wasn't. Wish. I was like, I wish. 17, 18, oh no. Yeah. Um, oh no. Oh no. And it's only going to get worse. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah. I mean, my philosophy on that is that you can't do anything about it. No, 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 no. It's, it. it's just, it's just, you know, that it's that whole thing when you, you do that, like, you do that, like, oh, five years ago. And you do five years ago for five years, and now it's ten years ago, <laughs> you know? And then you're like, oh, I kept saying five years ago, but it's actually, you know, 2000 was 20 years ago. Crazy, right? Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, it was good to watch it again, for sure. Uh, and it's definitely been it. long enough. I had, uh, it was like freshen the old uh, noggin. I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed it, but I would say, like, I didn't necessarily enjoy it as much for sure. as I used to, simply yeah. because... Like we knew the jokes. Repetition, the, yeah. Eventually starts to wear at you, and it's like, okay, I've seen, you know, but you know, I hadn't seen it for quite some time, so yeah. it was kind of nice to revisit. And I think a um, part of it too was is is like some movies from sort of the mid nineties. Which just was something that happened a lot for me was like I would see a movie often with you, yeah, and but it wasn't something like that. Any, it was just niche enough that like none of my other friends, yeah, would seen it. And so, like, I would end up being the person who would, like, Introduce you gotta watch this movie. People, you gotta yeah. watch this movie. You gotta watch it. So I would see, like, I probably saw Mallrats, like, five times in the well, first and, couple and of years that came out. We always, which is way too much. We always really liked it, even when it wasn't generally very sure. well-liked in, yeah, yeah. in general. Like, it bombed at the box yeah. office, and it was not very critically well-regarded. Mm -hmm. Or, like, it was always kind of put on that lower level of yeah. like even even like when kevin smith had made like a few movies yeah it was like always put as like oh like yeah. Mallrats is like one of the worst ones and we always really liked it yeah back then so it was kind of one of those things where we sort of like mm -hmm. kept it 
you know, we sort of championed it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just, also, it was one of those things where it gave me a chance to, like, champion Clerks, which, like, nobody I knew outside of you had, had ever heard of that movie. Yeah. That was, like, I was like, oh, no, you should also see Clerks. It's, like, in black and white and, like, costs, like, $2 to make, but it's good, you know? And it's, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know. So would you say overall, in general, would you say that it's held up? Uh, I think other than, I mean, obviously... Like it's dated. It's dated. Like it's other than the datedness, nineteen ninety five, and so yeah, many yeah, ways yeah. from but, the but, soundtrack to uh, I mean, the whiteness. If to you un- if you understand that this movie took place, yeah, this place, this movie is made in ninety five. Took place in ninety five, and especially if you were old enough to like basically have lived through nineteen ninety five. But those characters, the oh, jokes, sure. yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I ch- I, I, I still laughed a bunch. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I still I chuckled. I just out of like curiosity, yeah. What in general would you say is probably do you think is like your favorite of that bunch of movies? Like of stuff. Um, or especially the classic kind of like Fusk Universe kind of stuff. Just just if you know, like if you of the, of, of of those. Yeah. Um I mean Well, I I consider like like Chasing Amy and Dogma like the better made movies. It's probably a tie between this and Clerks. Like, they have a bit of a different feel, but like, and again, this is possibly because, like, this was the first one that I really connected with. I was at the right age. But, like, maybe it's also, like, Sucker for the movie that, like, I know didn't do well, but I really enjoyed. Like, I kind of would be Mallrats for me. Like, it would be the one I would consider, um... Encapsulates. I mean, I, that stuff I, the best. I mean, Dogma is probably a real close I, second. I really because it's that plus. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love Mallrats. Like, what if everybody was also a professional actor? Right. <laughs> you know? I love Mallrats. Obviously, I mean, what if, just because. What if Matt Damon was in this? You know, all, all, all the all the like quotability <laughs> and stuff. But I mean, yeah. all all those movies have oh like, for, quotability. Sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it really just comes down to like which one kind of clicks for you the most. But I would probably say I would put Dogma at the top. Yeah. Just because I feel that it was the best. It was kind of the ultimate uh, expression of like tying his sensibility and his comedic sensibilities and his sensibilities with characters yeah. and character relationships with like a more ambitious, yeah. like crafted sure. filmmaking kind of aspect. Where like you know by that time I feel like he was ready for a little bit more mm-hmm. budget, and he obviously it's very high concept, which mm-hmm. I always love. Very high concept stuff, obviously. Um, you know, it's like for me, it's always like, oh, it's like a police procedural, and like these people are investigating, you know, like things. Is there aliens in it? No, eh, I'm not that interested. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like they always have to do something more. Yeah, it can't just be normal like everyday stuff. Yeah, um, but not too much more. You, there's yeah. a limit on yeah, what you will take on. Well, <laughs> there's a point where it gets too gimmicky. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I'm saying is just that, like, I I like that kind of high concept stuff where it's just like yeah. it's this. But yeah. it's also this, and it's like, ooh, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, Mallrats is like literally just like some people yeah. that know each other hanging out in a mall, yeah. Yeah. you know. Which is you know, in, in, in funny, many but... in many ways, it's like the '90s version of an '80s comedy. Yeah, in many ways, and it was yeah. and by intention, it was like, definitely one of those things that struck me upon watching, like when we saw Chasing Amy, yeah. which is. In many ways, quite a lot more serious movie. Yeah, Chasing Amy is like more. It's more of dramedy. Yeah, it's like and borderline like, drama. I remember like with well, comedy. I liked. It's really good. I, I really liked, liked at Chasing the time. Amy. I liked some specific things about Chasing Amy. Yeah. At the time, I was disappointed because like what I really wanted, like whatever, a couple of years later, I still like what I really wanted was like more Mallrats. Yeah. And then like that makes sense. And, but then like, and it wasn't until like later over the years and watching again and being like, no, 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 like. Actually, more mall rats would have been bad. Yeah, like this was I actually agree. really because that's because yeah. that's how I feel about like in some ways like the um uh the Jay and Silent Bob movie was yeah. like uh like that just felt yeah. that felt like dipping into that well without without the without the what mall rats actually had kind yeah. of thing you know I, and again Dogma was again its own thing much like chasing Ava, which made it you know but yeah I mean I I, that's, I mean even Clerks too oh. despite being sequel so yeah. many years apart did its own thing in a way that well, I, I he's, appreciate. He's working on uh, on uh, 
like uh, Mallrats, like the new Mallrats movie. Yeah, it's so because because it was like a number of years ago he was gonna do it. Yeah, and then it became oh, it's gonna be like a like a like a mini series, like mm-hmm. a, like a ten episode show or something like that. Yeah, and expand more upon upon that oh, okay. kind of world. And then like I guess like nobody like wanted to pick that up, so then it became like well, I mean that's not happening at this point. And then. So then, but like recently, like literally this year, oh yeah, he's back to like working on it as a film, like a new, like a revamped concept, not the same, yeah. not just continuing the same as what you had before, but it's like a new idea, and and he's back working. I mean, on it's that. been twenty five years. He could pull the Bill and Ted route, and it could literally be their kids in yeah, the mall. Yeah. Well, I mean, there like, is going to be yeah, an yeah, aspect yeah, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. Yeah. So uh, it's it's uh, you know. Because all these actors are, I mean, 25 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, putting them in their, their late 40s well, at least. Well, I mean, least. they're obviously not going to be the ones yeah, that yeah, are, yeah. like, being the, hanging around the mall being mall rats, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, it's, it's you know, it would be, like, their kids. But, yeah, like, yeah. but the thing is, is that you could still do some funny stuff oh, with sure, them sure. now being the parents, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, the big thing is the interesting seeing which actors have really changed and which haven't, too, you know. Like, yeah. you know. I, you know, having seen, uh, well, I mean, obviously, like, Jay and Silent Bob have, you know, uh, Jason Mewes for yeah, yeah. health reasons and stuff like that, and then Silent Bob, actually, or Silent Bob, uh, uh Kevin, Kevin Smith for the same job. Also, like, they are not the people that they were They're back in the different. 90s. Very yeah, different you know. now. Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, um, actor who plays Brody, Jason, Jason Lee, yeah. uh, like, saw him in something not that long ago. He amazingly has not changed much in 25 years you know um at least physically like yeah. he doesn't like know. he but still some looks people do. very much like himself oh, instantly recognizable yeah yeah, yeah. he did, hasn't didn't like his hair didn't change and gain or lose a lot of weight didn't yeah. you know um you know like they're a big thing michael rucker yeah. in this movie it's big stocky michael rucker michael rucker is so skinny now <laughs> he is he's a wiry man now yeah. uh and i think that may just because of the roles he's been taking a lot recently yeah. but um I mean, it's better than gaining a lot of weight when oh, you get sure. older because sure. that's kind of dangerous the, health-wise. The, the William Shatner. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah. But, yeah. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in this week. Listening to us to talk about... Yeah, 25-year-old. Uh, reminisce about, uh, about Mallrats. Yeah. Um, we're going to be back next week with, I believe, it's Eddie the Eagle. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember. I was yeah. like, "What's?" Because I was yeah. like, "The next one will be something newer." Yeah, which uh, is be. on Netflix, so yeah. easily seen right now. Um, oh, is it on Netflix? I believe that's. I believe it's on oh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I know it's on Disney. Oh, Plus. Disney Plus. That's it what it is. On Sorry. Disney Plus, Sorry, so. Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, sort of uh, brought to our attention after watching um, which you did Rocket Man. Rocket Man a couple episodes ago. Um, it was actually brought to my attention by somebody, a co-worker, oh, yeah. because I mentioned, because we had talked about, like, music and, like, Elton John and stuff a little bit, eh. and then I mentioned that, like, oh, I watched uh, Rocket Rock Man, Man, blah, 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 and uh, he was like, oh, he's like, yeah, the, that guy that played him was really good. He was also really good in Eddie the Eagle, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. He was in Eddie the Eagle? <laughs> like, I, because I didn't really know what Eddie the Eagle is about, really. Yeah. I just heard the title, and then I looked it up, and it was like, not only is it also with the same with Taron Egerton, the same yeah. act, lead actor, it's the same director yeah. too. So I was like, "Oh, geez, okay." Well, the funny thing is, is, a I didn't even know that they had already worked together beforehand, yeah. so that makes more sense why he ended. I up had remembered the, the seeing the trailers for Eddie the Eagle, yeah. but all I remembered about it is like it's a guy skiing and it's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I completely forgot about. Yeah. It. So yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he looks good. We'll do that next week. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the rare chance uh, for <laughs> where we give you the heads up about what we're watching the next week. Uh, but until then, I'm Chris. This is out. Cheers. Bye-bye.